Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. My name is Moss, I use Z, them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. My name is Haz, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he, him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard. So where did we leave off? Oh yes, you had, through some very clever use of a silent spell and a gust of wind spell, spent a full 10 rounds attacking (laughs) the far side of a portal Mm -hmm. and then breathed some of the poison that was coming back through it before deciding to um, take take the victory as far as you'd got it and legged it onwards further into the Underdark passages, leaving the portal behind you. It's fine. Don't be a baby. I'm not there. It's fine by (laughs) me. I still have eight hit points for some reason. Why do you only have eight hit points? Well, you haven't rested. Well, you did a, a prayer of healing, but you haven't had a long rest. Prayer of healing. No, I don't think we did the prayer of healing. I think we just did the short rest. Yeah, I'll, I'll roll my short rest hit dice then. I don't think I, I mean, that. I did take another, like, 22. We did take another, like, 22 hit points worth of poison. It, it, it probably so, is that you took that as poison damage on your way past, yeah. Yeah. So you probably don't need to roll hit dice at this point because it probably is in fact correct. Yeah. But that that is where you are. You are now fleeing at whatever speed you like through a continuation of the interconnected, complicated, sort of foam in the rock kind of passageways that you've been moving Mm -hmm. through. Uh, In places, the walls have been knocked through, but for the most part, you're moving through natural um, joins between the air bubbles. Wait, no, no, no. If Maynard is clearly dying here, (laughs) we're not we're fleeing out of like anguished anguished scream range or maybe Um, I guess we're still in a silence bubble for like another hour. and then to rest up some more. Do you want some hit points just in case we run into anything before we get a chance to rest? Uh, as you say, in character, do you want some hit points back? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> May- Maynard, do you need a bit, of, a bit of healing before we press on? You look a little hurt. Yes, please. That, okay. uh, that fight was, well, if you could call it a fight, was exhausting. Uh, Ember is going to pat you on the head and you can have 15 hit points. Nice. That's that's the classic lay on hands for Ember now is just a pat on the head. <laughs> I love it. I feel cherished. <laughs> Could also come in the form of hugs, but the moment just hasn't seemed right yet. Lay on hugs. Yeah. After about a few hundred yards, probably just a couple hundred yards. Um, the vibe you weren't hearing the awful screaming noise because you'd cast a silent spell on the portal, but you were feeling the vibration in the rock that would have been the noise if the noise it was weird. But that has you get out of range of that after a couple of hundred yards. So it's up to you whether you want to press on, take a short rest. What are you doing? Um, I mean, I figure that's when we'll stop to have that conversation after dropping the silence spell, logically. Yeah. Well, the silence spell is is on a location, not on you. So once you've got out of range... Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Still, though. Um, Well, yeah, okay. In that case, I guess we don't... Are we pressing... Yeah, in character, I will ask, so are we pressing on? Or is it time to... Rest up already. I figure we're probably only about halfway through the day at this point because yeah, you were probably moving for about three hours before you found the portal. So it's it's been 
Mm -hmm. I vote for a short rest. I could take a short rest. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we did, we did just do that, but actually, no, that was that was you just just do that about twenty minutes ago. But there's there's no shame in catching your breath when you need to. Let's do the thing. Okay. You do the thing. Feel free to roll your hit dice. Do do what you need to do. It's a really boring, like it's monotonous, bare rock that you've been passing through, and the little chamber that you're sitting in to take this rest looks just like the little one you were in to do the last one, and it's like deja vu. It's it's easy to lose track of of where you are. It's disorienting. Okay. Luckily, there's four of you. So it takes all four of you being wrong for you to accidentally start going the wrong way when you're done. Okay. I'm back up to full health. Very so nice. I look right as rain after a bit of a sit down and a snack. Breathe some nice clean air, get the last of the whatever the gas was out of your lungs. Yeah. It's all good. I'm just giving it a minute for everyone to finish pressing their buttons. Buttons pressed? Yeah. Marvelous. Okay. So you continue your explorations? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Onward and downward. All of this passage through the um, the small bubbly chambers is noticeably downhill and continues to be so for another couple of hours. Um, but eventually you can see ahead from the lights that you're using rather than reflecting off small chamber walls you can see that through the next gap is a much larger space. Your light can't show you any more walls. It's just an open space. Uh, you can see dimly thick growths like the stalks of mushrooms. You can see that there is something like lichen or a dry cave moss on the floor and the air wafting back buffing into your faces seems damper than it has, seems moist. Hmm. I look at the drow. Or for direction, or just for for something I in particular. Why am I, I being like stared at? Basis that, it's on the basis that we're in the Underdark. I feel like I've probably been looking at you a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, I will have dancing lights out again so everybody else can see. It's very thoughtful of you. And uh, keep walking forward, I suppose. Are we near water? Feels like we're near water. You you haven't seen any yet, but okay. You know what? I've got survival. I would love some fresh water. Uh, especially... like, like I say, the, the air seems damper, so it'd be reasonable um... to assume that there's probably water somewhere on ahead, but you haven't seen any yet. Sure, sure. Uh, well, what I'm saying is, also, I think I, I've i kind of forgotten what exactly we're looking for, except for some sort of dwarf and ruin thing. <laughs> okay. I the word boat coming up. So, I mean, out of character, I've forgotten. In character, I feel like it's probably a thing that we'd have, we'd have a note of. <laughs> <laughs> so the, what you're <laughs> thinking of is that um, Isambard told you that what he thought the two best routes in would be, like the two obvious candidates for a route into the Dwarven Ruin, mm. would be either to follow the old tracks of the army all the way to where they presumably made a breach in the walls, uh. or to work your way down to the river and come along the old shipping route that way. Okay. Well, it seems like we've found some water, and either way, the opportunity to refresh our water is probably is very, very welcome at this point. So I'm going to... I have a shield. Hang on, that doesn't sound like it makes much sense. I have a shield, which is routinely having light cast off. Um, <laughs> that makes more sense, okay. <laughs> so I might um, take point and try and work out where this water is wafting up from. Uh, yeah, I okay. have survival. Yeah, roll me survival. That seems very reasonable. Mm, 13. Okay. So you move out into this larger cavern and it's it's immediately obvious that this is a very large cavern and it's got a much more level floor already much less downhill as soon as you step out into it and you are in a mushroom forest. 
Ooh. So the ceiling of this cavern varies between about 10 feet and about 40, 50 feet in places. The floor is comparatively even. And there are varieties of large tree-sized mushrooms. It, they look weird to surface eyes because they don't tend to branch much. They tend to be a single trunk with a cap. Hmm. And around the, you know, and a mushroom equivalent of undergrowth, there are other funguses growing out of the trunks sometimes. There's small mushrooms growing on the floor of, of various species. This is a flourishing ecosystem, but it's it's based on mushrooms. Hmm. Yeah, this is my kind of forest. <laughs> yes, you you you've been to forests like this. This seems normal to you. Smells right. This is amazing. Real, you're so lucky you get to see something like this so often. Mm, well, I mean, I'm used to it. I I thought the white forest was far more impressive. Well, I suppose we come from two different worlds. But still, it is quite a sight to behold. It takes you a little while, uh, but because it's not super close to the door, but you follow Trick's lead based on, roughly speaking, water flows downhill, right? <laughs> so although this is a more level cavern than the last ones, presumably water still flows downhill. So if we head downhill, we'll reach water, which eventually you do. You reach an underground stream. It's about six feet wide and maybe two feet deep, fairly fast flowing. There are tiny, tiny fishes in it, and there are shrimp in it. And you've been noticing as you've come along that there is wildlife down here as well. There's beetles and snails, things like that. Mm. The water is clear. It smells good. It looks fresh. Very cold. Hmm. I'll... Uh... I will, I have, I have survival as a train skill. I've been a soldier. I'll warn people off the water and I'll drink a little bit of it. And we'll give it a while. Tastes minerally. Hmm. But that's the only really noticeable taste. That's fine. I mean, like I say. You, you give it a while. Yeah, we'll, okay. I'll, I'll just, I'll just warn people off until I've had it in my system for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you wait, you feel fine. Uh, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I was telling you here, mate. No, it's no, no, I wasn't, I wasn't, sorry, no, I was just saying that I wasn't, <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting to drink it and then just sit, and then just sit stock still by the river for like... Oh, I see, I, I no one else has said anything. It's up to you whether you want to keep moving or sit or what. Um, Does the water follow out the... We follow this along to another exit. This area. You can't see from here, but that would certainly be a reasonable approach to take. I mean, this is a a large, a large cavern. Like it's, it, this is probably miles across and miles long. It's really big. Oh, yeah. So we can just. So if we follow, if we're looking for, if we're thinking there might be a navigable water route somewhere along, then if we follow down along the stream, then, like as not, it will join up with the main river. Certainly going upstream seems like a poor, poor choice. Mm. I'm sure the army would have followed the river too. You'd think. Fantastic. Trust your instincts. Yep. Okay, you follow the river. These mushrooms, by the way, mm -hmm. the really big ones, would you describe them as, say, a sort of tower cap? Or fungus, perhaps. <laughs> could be described that way, yeah, yeah. Mm. Just a thought. Others you might perhaps call a tunnel tree. Or a tunnel, a tunnel tube, perhaps. Oh, I, I'm not yeah. sure I feel good about that. We're yeah, it's a bit deep for those. Yeah. Down in the <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go that far down. Uh, Rill would certainly recognise some of these are edible mushrooms. Not not so much the big tree-sized ones, but some of the Right, the big trees are not generally edible, either because they're just so big they're edible by people's standards. Yeah, all the, all the, the flesh is just too dense to be worth the chewing. But some of the smaller ones are edible. Some of the smaller ones, of course, are deadly poisonous because these are still fundamentally fungus. Yes, but... of course. You need, to be very, you need to be very careful with the mushrooms. These are hallucinogenic or maybe poisonous. Uh, either way, we probably yeah. shouldn't eat them. <laughs> 
some of, some you, of them, if you fermented them for three weeks and then dried them, would become coffee. Mm. Not coffee. <laughs> I will take some of the coffee mushrooms. <laughs> I will gather some of the coffee mushrooms. <laughs> okay, ro- roll, roll a nature check. <laughs> or, or survival, actually. Okay. Oh man, that was almost really good. Oh, uh, that's a seven. Oh, so you you know, you know that the immature spores of one of these tree-sized mushrooms, if you scoop them out of the sort of fruiting pores on the stalk, are what you can ferment and turn to coffee. But but you can't remember which species of tree-sized mushroom it is. Mm. (laughs) So you're like, one of these, one of these, if you steal the spores, turns into coffee. But I am unsure which of these is coffee and which of these is pine cones. (laughs) <laughs> nonetheless you harvest some spores <laughs> some mystery spores you get yeah, you mystery harvest spores. A couple of, of mystery mushroom spores which may or may not turn out to be coffee take my chances <laughs> perfect let's uh let's keep walking yeah yeah uh, i would like who's in who's in who's on point I mean, it's probably real generally, right? With the best right. eyes. Well, I would have yes. thought it'd be Trick if, if if they're the one taking us along the river. Rivers uh, are pretty easy I mean, to follow when you found them, I think. <laughs> it's a big enough cavern. We can, you know, walk a couple feet apart and kind of keep an eye on things together. Mm. Okay, in which case you'd real make the perception check because you have got the best eyes. Alrighty. Yeah, I can see about 20 feet out from the light of my shield. Ooh, that's a nat 20, plus, like, some, uh, like 10, so okay. <laughs> it's a 30. Okay, okay, yeah, you can see everything. You can see the other side. <laughs> In particular, you, you can see something lurking on the top of one of these trees. Mm. And mm. you notice this shape, this sort of hunched beetly shape with a long bird's neck and wicked looking beak and you look at this and you are about to point it out to the others and then you and there's at least one more over there okay uh, now i recognize um what these are in the same way as someone from the surface might recognize a bear so not that you've personally closely interacted with them Mm -hmm. but you recognize these as predators that live in this kind of place and will probably have a go at you to see if you are lunch okay i will quietly softly warn the rest of the party about this don't make any sudden movements is it hostile are we in any danger uh we're in danger Danger, but if we keep moving slowly and avoid them, they might not attack us. Just be ready. All right. Okay. So are you are you now stealthing, or are you? Um, is this more of an animal handling approach? I mean, personally, I would not animal handle a bear. I, I think I. That's what I mean. I mean, I, I, would, I, I, would, I would. I would. I would. I would ask you for animal handling if your approach to the bear was. I maintain eye contact with the bear and move in a circle around it and then back away slowly, I would consider that animal handling rather than stealth, if you see what I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I want to keep an eye on it. I feel like uh, knowing it's about to attack us is better than not being sure if it's about to attack us. Sure, sure. But I mean, are you hiding from it or are you trying to... No, I mean, I, they already know we're here. Yeah. 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 Okay. In which case, yeah, roll, roll animal handling to see whether they, um, how they react to you. What, Rill? Or everyone? Yeah. No, Rill, because he's the only one who's yeah. got any sense of, of their habits. Um, that's a 22. Hmm. That is very good. Okay. So you keep moving and you sort of keep looking at them and they're looking at you. And they don't yet come down to the ground 
but they are still following you over the tops of the mushrooms and jumping from one to the next with they have very long hooked claws just a single not like they have hands with claws on their arms end in long hooks i would chant a whisper to real and just say do you think if you moved your dancing lights up to them um i'm going to make them all like fly all four of the little lights um fly up and kind of whirl around it and um form into a that vaguely humanoid form that um i showed uh that, that okay. we waltzed uh, before and and try and s- scare it off so you bring the dancing lights up and they coalesce into this glowing loosely humanoid figure sort of hovering gently above the treetop and the hooked horror which is what it is called makes a couple of you know, goes for it tries to attack it makes makes a swing with each of its long arms and of course they go straight through the lights and it screeches in a voice a bit like a vulture and tries again and it's hard to identify confusion in something so thoroughly non-humanoid but you think that's confusion it backs up a little it does it's not scared off by it it's more curious all right, I'm gonna gesture for everybody to keep moving. I'm gonna keep that uh, that humanoid shape sort of moving around near the hook horror as we get further and further away, because I can keep okay. it up to 120 feet away. You can. Um, you you notice a, a third one, so you you've been aware of two, and there's definitely a third now comes across the treetops and joins in this futile investigation of the little dancing lights figure but you can only get 120 feet away and they haven't left. They haven't wandered okay. off. They're still poking at it. I'll, um, I'll make it dissolve uh, into little orbs again and uh, die back towards us. Uh, actually, I'm going to make it explode into like balls of light and then vanish. Because mm-hmm. presumably Trick still has light on their shield, so we, yeah. you know, we can still see, or they can see, rather. Mm-hmm. And then I'll drop the spell. You hear a couple of bursts of a, a rapid clacking, clattering sound, as if they're beating their long claws together. Mm-hmm. And then peering out into the dark. Looks like they're coming closer, doesn't, they've not, you haven't scared them off. Rill, should should we be worried? Because I'm feeling kind of worried. Yeah, we should be. Oh, I don't think great. they're going to leave us alone. Do we, we might be able to... Do we stand and fight? Because we can probably get the first hit on them. I doubt they'll realise that someone's casting a spell before they get blown up or something. Yes, I think if we do some damage, they might just run off. Right. And how many of them are there? Well, there's at least three. There might be more, but that's all the ones that I've noticed. So we outnumber them. I mean, I feel I feel pretty confident about this. They're not magical or anything, are they? Mm, are they? As far as you're aware, these are just animals. Oh, uh, they probably look a little creepy to you, but they're not, uh, you know, not magical. They can't do anything uh, unusual. They can climb. Uh, very, very well, but it's that. Ben, how how close is the canopy here? Is there any amount of clearing, or the the trees themselves are fifteen to twenty feet high, and then the cavern top is about five feet above that. Right, but that's not my question. What I mean is, like, is there anywhere that we can be where we're in like an open space? Oh, um. No, not really. The trees are pretty even. Is a, you know, there's the stream. There's the stream itself, but that is only five, six feet wide. And yeah, the mu- yeah the mushrooms grow pretty much up to the edge of it and are evenly scattered. There's not any obvious clearings in your immediate vicinity. That's fine. 
Okay. So I figure we've been keeping kind of a slow, steady pace as we've been talking, right? Sure. Um, so Trick kind of goes into, ah, now now you need a soldier. I am a soldier. So they, okay, this shouldn't be too much of an issue. Boss first, then light them up again, real. And then I think we lead with Maynard. Um, do you think you can just hurt them very badly? Have you still got some of that left in you? Yes. Yes, I think that hurting things badly is a thing that I can still do. <laughs> Alright then. Um, Sentences I didn't think I'd say. So I reckon we try and um, hit them at range to start with. Um, it might be they'll realise we're not worth the hassle, or at the very least, um, we'll get them before they get us. We'll be fighting from an advantage. So, anything you need to cast on yourselves now? I think no. I'm good, and my mage arm is still up. Okay. In that case... Wow. Sorry? What? It was a good spell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, such a good spell. Can you imagine what kind of idiot would have that spell and not cast it just all the time? Anyway, um, <laughs> sounds fake. Sounds ridiculous. Um, okay, so if we're ready, real, um, light it up, and then Maynard, um, blow them back to the house. All right. That's my proposition. Got it. Um, good plan. Uh, ben, how far away ben. are they? How far away would you like them to be? Uh, By which I mean they are following you at a distance of about 60 feet. Oh, that's but they perfect. will come closer if you stop and let them. Nope, that's fine. 60 feet is great. Uh, at least for real. <laughs> um, so I am going to cast uh, Fairy Fire. Okay. Um, as many as I can get in a 10 foot radius. Uh, that is probably just one. Okay, I'll do that then. Uh, they need to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. So I think what we'll do is once you've done this, battle will be joined. So you can get this one off and then we'll go into initiative. Okay. Yep. Just don't mind me, I'm just laying out some trees on this. Battleboard because we we love we love improvised battleboards. They are the only battleboards we have. <laughs> okay, real. Would you like to randomly select green, blue, or red as the target for your fairy fire? Oh yes, I would. Uh, I'd like to go with green since we are in a fungi forest. It seems thematically okay. appropriate. Is that a deck save or do they? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, they rolled a three. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Yeah, not dodging today. Uh, everybody has advantage on hitting that one specifically because it's glowing in a, uh, it's it's glowing with a light in a 10-foot radius. Let's to try and confuse them more and maybe spook them off. I mean, we do any damage, unfortunately, but you guys is... can all see it now. Yep. So any, uh, anything else? Any, like, objects, uh, in that? That 20-foot cube um, is also gently glowing with uh, light. Fantastic. There is now a glowing tree with, with a hook horror on top of it. I'm not sure I like how quickly we've come around to calling these mushrooms trees. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't trees. I know trees. You can climb them. You can probably... Mm right on them in some fashion. When in loam. Functioned as trees. It's fine. <laughs> They're tree-like. They are more like trees than they are like anything else. Yeah. They are, you, are going I to mess with your like huh? Sorry? Are you sure? Because I think they're quite like mushrooms. <laughs> they, they are more like mushrooms than like trees. But they are more like trees than the average mushroom. All right, I'll accept that. And that's philosophy, baby. <laughs> uh. This is just making me think of if there's, like, paper made of mushrooms now. You can make paper out of mushrooms. 
You'd have well, to. Sure. <laughs> you can also make ink and dye out of mushrooms. So one of my goals in life is to write a book about mushrooms on mushroom paper with mushroom ink. Cool. Well, that'd be so anyway. cool. It's like a much more mycological version of like the Necronomicon at that point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just adding some more trees to the map because I realised that at 60 feet away I need more length of map. Okay. This is the most colourful mushroom forest that ever forested. Yeah, I probably should have picked something that did damage, but they liked the lights, so I went with more lights, Bill. That's fair. Just like with the battle map, and could everyone please roll some initiative? Yep. I got I a have. 14. Yep. Most of us have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, Maynard. <laughs> Maynard, for some reason, is always super quick, and the reason is he's got the feet that makes him super quick. It's not really a mystery. Hmm. He's our battle wizard. Gonna be our battle warlock uh, next level, I guess. Gonna be complicated next level. Why is Trick's initiative spoiled? <laughs> oh, because I put it out before. Um, <laughs> set it out before. Um, before Rel had decided on red, green, or blue. I didn't want to influence. Oh. I'm unsure how that would be, but thank you for the consideration. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do love how the mushroom trees are all. Various heart-shaped pieces of foam. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw the heart stickers. Love I was that. like, "Oh, those are like the star ones, but they're heart-shaped." I could use them for NPCs, and then instead, what I've used them for is mushrooms. I mean, I'd say, in many respects, they look. If you turn them upside down, they look sort of spade-shaped, like a plump helmet. What's one I... of those then? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's just a word that came into my head. <laughs> just, just a random phrase you thought of. <laughs> You're never going to convince me that any dwarven area you take us through isn't based directly off of an old fort. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm okay with that. As long as we don't find ourselves in boat murdered, I think we'll be alright. Giant cave spiders. Did you just say boat murdered? Boat murdered is great and you should read oh, it. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll link you to it. <laughs> It's an absolutely right. disastrous dwarf fortress instance where everything went wrong, including the elephants. I think it's pretty easy to make anything involving elephants pear-shaped. Elephants versus versus um, dogs and dwarves does tend to go the way of the elephants. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Anyway, in this deeply underground, extremely colourful, except that it's barely lit, so it's mostly grey. Mm. I think, real. You can see all three of these beasties. Everyone else, you could only see the one that's currently glittering with little fairy lights, which is the green one. Hmm. Because you only have about 30 feet worth of good light. Yeah. Uh, so, Maynard, you are top of the initiative. Since I can only see the, uh, the one that's been targeted with dancing lights, I am going to use that as the centre of my fireball. Okay. That's fair. Which I think will catch the blue one at least. So let's have a look. Do 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 do. What's the radius on a fireball? Uh, can anybody within uh twenty feet of that center make me a DC fifteen dex save? It's just gonna miss the blue one, I'm afraid. Mm. In which case. The green one takes 23 points of fire damage, and the blue one takes... The blue one takes that. nothing, because the blue one is outside the radius. What? Ah, yeah. oh, you piss. I also haven't actually rolled the next game, <laughs> because what I said was, it's only going to hit the, the green one, because the other one is outside the radius. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> he did say that. Damn. No, the next save was terrible. It was, they, they, the save was an 11, so no. All right. And... So it's 23 on the green? That's right. Okay. I'm going to say, it also is knocked off its tree. How much falling seems like a thing that would also happen. So it rolls off its tree and lands on the cavern floor. <laughs> because it has been fireballed in the face. I mean, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. I, 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 it's not like there's anything... There's no branches or anything. It just rolls off its mushroom and lands on the floor. See, that sounds way more adorable, like... 
like than it ought to considering the circumstances. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, the red one can in fact close with Ember in the space available. Ugh. So Ember, you're looking at this green fairy fire lit creature as Maynard throws a fireball at it and blows it off its mushroom. And then this other one just comes charging out of the dark at you and makes a swing at you with its huge hooked arms. Oh no. Lol. First one was an 11. I believe that misses. It does. Wow. Wow. Great. Great. Second one was an 8. I believe that also misses. Oh, thank goodness. Yes. It takes two swings at you and fails miserably. It is clearly not used to fighting anything in armor. Not used to armor. Very thrown by the armor. Cool. Good. I will do a new photograph for Trip. Okay. I mean that. Yeah, that's probably going to be fine. Um, what? Sorry, my phone is done a thing. I think. I think I probably was. I, I was probably holding on to my hand axe, thinking that I'd get to throw it at something before anything closed. But since that hasn't happened, I'm just dropping the hand axe and pulling and drawing my sword as I move in to protect my dearest darling baby sibling. Um. <laughs> Who is, after all, only a baby. Um, <laughs> like, you're only, what, like 30? Can you imagine? <laughs> um, I'm going to... Ooh, actually. Maybe. That's actually fine, because it's... Yeah. Uh, I'm going to move in. I'm going to kind of um, close off behind it. Um, so, like, around the back? Yeah, yeah. Pincer it. Now, obviously, this leads to a whole flanking ladder situation, but I'm tough. I can take it. <laughs> I know there's no flanking bonus, but tactically, it makes sense. Okay, so you're fully flanking this thing. Yep. Um, and then you know what I'm going to do, because I... Are you going to hit it with your sword? I'm going to hit it with a sword. Um, yeah, so yeah. Things, now that I've got a closer look at it, what does it look like? like apart from the horrible hooks on the horrible hands. It looks... Vaguely beetlesque, um, oh. with like a vulturey head. It's not a familiar body plan to you. That's fair. So, like a beetle, if a beetle was a brachiator. Yeah, I don't like imagining it. Um, <laughs> but I tell you what, though, it looks like a, it looks like some sort of big horrible insecty thing. And, and I you fought them before. <laughs> I feel so good about this. I feel right at home. You feel, yeah, th these are a familiar kind of enemy. I'm just muttering a prayer um, to Lord of Falling Waters to see me safely home from this as mm -hmm. I try and get a sword tip into some joints. And that is a 20 to hit? Yes. Excellent. Um... Ooh, that will be 12 slashing damage, and it's marked. Ooh. Um, uh, the second one's only 15 to hit. Oh, that hits as well. Ooh. Oh, this is a lot softer than I was expecting. Um, I think I'm probably surprised when the second one goes in. Um, I guess if you're going to... That's a nine, that's nine slashing damage. I guess if you're going to... Um, I guess if you're going to... Off the love of God. Come on, brain, finish the sentence for me. I guess if you're going to go around brachiating or anything, then you're going to have to sacrifice some some toughness for flexibility. Yeah, so there's so much armour you can carry and still still swing. Hmm. I feel quite good about that. How does the um, how does the hooked horror feel about it? It's not it's not a fan. No. Well, yeah, you no. haven't killed it in one, but it's not like enthusiastic about this scenario. Mm -hmm. All right. That feels good. Yeah. Um, Ember, you're up. All right. I am swinging Kindler. Um, the first one is a 25 to hit. Uh, yes, just about. <laughs> um, and that is going to be 13 damage. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, how is it looking? It's bleeding. Okay. 
Um, the second one is going to be a dirty 20 to hit. Mm -hmm. And that is going to be seven damage. Um, and I'm going to, with my bonus action, cast Shield of Faith on myself. Good call. I was going to save my final spell slot for something else, but I think that's probably the better thing to do. It's a reasonable decision, I think. Yeah. Uh, Rill, your turn. Okay. Um, the only one that hasn't like been attacked or come towards us, the blue one, uh, does it look like it's hesitating, or does it look like it's going to like charge at us like the other one? It 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 looks aggressively poised towards you. Yes, it 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 is. It has taken an aggressive posture. It just is low on the initiative list. Okay. Uh, then I will cast guiding bolt on that hooked horror. Okay. And uh, does a dirty twenty hit? It does. Alrighty. Okay. Let's see. That's a bunch of d sixes. Okay. That's sixteen points of radiant damage. Um. And any attack rolls made against it before the end of my turn has advantage because it's also glowing. Um, <laughs> how, that does mean the fairy fire uh, does drop on the other one because that was a concentration spell. Okay. But I also assume it's on fire, so so it doesn't uh, doesn't it's, make it's, that much difference. I don't think guiding bolt is is concentration. Uh. Oh, I thought it was when I cast another spell. Oh, no, no, we went over this last week. Well, I don't know why. I think is... I'm sorry. Yeah, so no, basically you have a concentration slot which can have one thing in it. You can do anything you like that doesn't, re that doesn't also require that slot. So you can cast non-concentration spells while holding a concentration spell and it just sits there unless you take damage and lose it or you replace it. So you, you don't okay. get an action for it, and you don't you, you can cast non-concentration spells like Guiding Bolt while concentrating. Okay, so, so it's still up. Can stay up. It's like a hat. You can only wear one hat at a time. But you can do other things that are not hats while wearing your hat. That's exactly how I would have put it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Sorry, I know okay. I went over it last week. I just It's weird for my brain to think of that way, I think. Yeah. No, it's uh, all right. Everyone's got bits that are hard for them. In my case, it's all of the bits. I hate that. <laughs> Green is going to run in. And at the very limit of its run and its dash, it is within 10 feet of Rill, which means it can make an attack on Rill because these things have reach with their hooked arms. Yes, they do. They have big, long arms. Big, long arms. I love hooked horrors so much. They're, they're so cool. Except when they're trying to kill me. Except when they're trying to kill you. Uh, green has rolled 17 total to hit. Yeah, that hits. Yeah, sorry. That's alright. They're not super tough. They're like big underground bears. It did do 14 piercing damage, though. See? Bears. <laughs> and the blue one is going to do a very similar sort of thing. I think it's slightly smarter than its friend, the red one. It's going to stop a little way away from Trick and make an attack. Oh, it should have got two rolls against... Uh, Green Ash, should have had two blows against you, but never mind. Too late now, I've gone past it. 19 misses <laughs> Trick, I think. 19 does miss me. I bet it bounces off my shield. Yeah. Yeah, and second roll was was terrible with a 12. So yeah, it just had a really bright light shot in its face. Um, it's just a really bright... It's not used to encountering really bright lights. It lives in a mushroom forest like a mile underground. It does not see a lot of bright lights. They have blind sight. I imagine their vision is fairly vestigial anyway. Well, they, they also have dark vision. Do they? That's fun. Yeah, they have dark vision. Um, nonetheless, it is not used to entire light cantrips being shone directly in its face. Yeah. So it misses you. I will take a fresh photograph, and then we will go to Maynard, assuming the Haz's connection can exist. That's a that's a powerful assumption. I am here. Hey, hey. <laughs> As usual, the giant pen is not to scale on that photo. Sorry. Uh, oh wow, things things got exciting. Yep. Escalated. <laughs> <laughs> I got some very adventures. The pens could be to scale. 
I'm sure eventually we will have to scale pens being, you know, tree trunks or something, but today we do not. Sorry, it's Maynard's turn. Oh, okay. Um, Real right. had the bejesus hooked out of him. Had the bejesus hooked out of him? Oh, no, wait. Yes. Is that wrong? Am I wrong? Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I got smacked by a hook or Just a glowing. little light gutting, it was no, fine. Sorry. Blue one's glowing, so everybody has advantage on the blue one. Um, okay, I want to cast slow on those creatures. Do they fit within a 40-foot cube? I would say so. Excellent. Let's do it. Uh, Does that affect us? No. Depends on how you position the cube. No, it's creatures of my choice. Oh, sweet. Okay, I was going to say, because I might be in that cube if it's cube-shaped. Yeah, you and Trick would be, but it's fine. But slow is a you can choose your target kind of thing. So you could angle the cube on the teams. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Okay. Um, and they need to make wisdom. Save. Yes, a wisdom saving throw. How wise a hooked Horus. I mean, I've not, I've been, I've not been adding bonuses for their saves because I didn't write them down, so they're not getting, which is, you know, terrible. But that's what I've been doing. I always, I, I forget that you have a wizard nowadays, and suddenly there's all these saves that are not just armor class. So we'll, we'll maintain the, the theme. What's your save? Well, they need to. Uh, it's fifteen. Okay, so green fails. Blue is a natural 20, so they're fine. Uh, red is a 17, so they're fine. Oh. But green has been slowed. Eh, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> is that your move? Uh, yes. Um, okay. Oh, I, I, want, I want to move one space to the left to hide behind that tree. Lovely. Mushroom. Mushroom tree. <laughs> it depends whether you go by evolutionary or um, functional definitions of the thing. So they're both correct or wrong, depending on how you think of it. Uh, the red one is feeling awfully hemmed in and beaten up on, and it's not sure it likes that. Um, so first, it's going to swing around and take a swing at Trick for reasons oh. of being marked. Yeah, that's fair. Reasonable. Uh, super misses. That was 14. No, no, not second. Yeah, Standing second man. attempt is total 20. A 20 just slips past the shield. Armor, oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Any bit wrong with this? Uh, 14 piercing from which you get a deduction. Uh, yes, I resist three, I think. I think it's three. It was three last time. Yeah, it's three then. I need to put that in my defences. Okay. And then this red one is going to attempt to retreat up the trunk of this green tree next to you. Out of your reach. So Ember and Trick is leaving your threatened area and you can take a tax of opportunity should you wish. Oh, sorry. How much damage did it do to me? I uh, 14 before your deduction. Okay. So 11. Yep. I crit it. <laughs> <laughs> Choice. Um, I whiff it. Okay. It just barged me out of the way. <laughs> it, it did. It just went thwack, thwack, and then run up a tree. And I was saying that Ember would barge me out of the way. Like, I've got this. <laughs> uh, that is 15 damage. Okay. It's, it's looking quite hurt. And it has run all the way up a 20 foot tree. And it's thoroughly out of your reach, and um, that's its move. Uh, yeah, it's going to stay up there for now. Uh, trick. Hmm. All right. In that case, the other two are glowing, though, I think. Uh, one is glowing and the other is slowed, I think. Yeah, the blue one is glowing, the green one is slowed. I thought the one that... I thought I one verify should in fact have continued. That was the whole discussion yeah. we had. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think I can really tell which one's slowed anyway, so I'm just gonna go for the one that is Ah, I'll move around the one that's next to me. Mm-hmm. To be next to both of them. Um and share the love. Um which of them looks sadder? Yeah, there, there is a space between them, so you'll have to pick one. Sorry? There there's no way you can stand where you are adjacent to both. 
What, the red and green one? Oh, the red, the, the red one is 20 feet up a tree. Oh, the red one's 20 feet up a tree. Sorry. Yes, yeah. was... sorry. The red one is 20 feet up a tree. It's hard to keep track because there's just some pom-poms. Yeah, um, sorry. <laughs> Are you going for blue or green? Um, uh, which one looks most perturbed? Do either of them look particularly perturbed? Both of them look mildly scratched. It's not really... Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. I'll go for the green one because it's closest to the cleric. And that's bad. So that's I can stand weird. next to the green one and the um, green one. Yeah. And then I'll also be near the red one. And that's good. Um, yeah, let's try that. So I'm going to zip in and start stabbing. Now that I know they're quite Big lightly points. on 14. Uh, not quite. Uh, see, I got overconfident once so I realised how weak their Kaisi was. I was like, maybe I just crack it. Um, and that's a twelve. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. no. Um, just, just, to, just to check, are you around the back, or have you gone between Rill and the green one? Uh, between Rill and the green one. Between Rill and the green one, lovely. Uh, I'm gonna uh, take advantage of a tactical opportunity. I notice. Do you have another go? Mm-hmm. And just uh, 21 now, that should do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's six slashing damage. And it's marked, importantly. Oh, and that would be a crit. Mm-hmm. For a total of 13 additional slashing damage. Nice. I feel like what happened there is I kind of went in for the hammer blow, hit the kite in, just dented it. And then I just decided to have a go at that um, wedge, and then I hit it somewhere that um, isn't like normally protected. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Ember, uh, you're up. Yeah. I'm going to uh, rush the blue one. Sure. Um, and does slowed give advantage as well, or am I misremembering that. Oh, shoot. I thought I had advantage on those. Oh, well, never mind. Um, so the blue one is not slowed, but you have advantage on the blue one because it of Guiding Bolt. Oh, okay. So your first well, attack has cool. advantage. So the first attack is a crit. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, and that is 17 damage. And second attack is a 16. Yes. And that is 11 damage. Okay. Okay. Uh, Rill. Okay. Um, I am going to cast, uh, cast Sacred Flame on the green one. That is, I'm just going to like reach over, uh, gesture, uh, under. Trick's arm and sort of. <laughs> uh, it has to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Okay. Uh, see, Mel pulled me the stats, and that's a real save. <laughs> but unfortunately, the table did not paste like at all. Yeah. I mean. So we're going to continue with the. These are weirdly flatly statted but consistent creatures. I mean, it's Dex is plus zero anyway. Excellent. In which case, that was a 14 on the save. <laughs> okay, that does not quite make it. It fails. So that's okay. going to be um, only two radiant damage. Okay. And now it is the green ones, followed by the blue one. Um, and they're both pretty beaten up, and their friend is pretty beaten up. And I think they're going to, they've seen which way this wind is blowing. Um, and it's not in their favor. So the green one is going to, yeah, do exactly what the red one did, which is take a couple of swipes at Trick, trying to make itself an opening so it can run away. Mm. <laughs> it rolled a nat one. No. Yeah, no. And then it rolled a 17, which is another clang on your extremely vivid shield. And then it will, much slower than the other one, because it is been subject to slow, clamber its way <laughs> up the mushroom. <laughs> As fast as it possibly can, which is only fast enough to get it just barely to the top of the mushroom using all of its effort and might. 
No, it doesn't get a bonus action, so that's a lie. Uh, it, yeah, it's about halfway up the mushroom. It's like 15 feet up the mushroom, climbing a mushroom with the speed of something climbing through treacle. Oh. Uh, but it is 15 feet up the mushroom, which means a trick gets an attack of opportunity. Hey. Um, have I had... No, no, I haven't had enough attack of opportunity this round. Um, do I still have advantage against it? Is this the fairy flight one or the guiding bolted one? I think is the question. Yeah, this, um, this, one, this one was the fairy fired one. Hmm. Well, hey, I might crit then. No, but I do hit. Um, it turns out that when you are moving through treacle and also limbed in glowing in glowing fire, it's quite easy to hit you. Um, it is not currently a stealthy beast. Big dumb fighter, and that is twelve damage. Okay. It's feeling good about its decision to run away. Mm, I bet. It's trying to run away. Stop hitting it. This is all happening very fast, to be fair. <laughs> There's a voice from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust the fuckers. Uh, the blue one is going to do a very similar tactic, um, but it's going to take a couple of swipes at Ember before it runs away. Uh, 24. That, that does hit. Yeah. Nine piercing damage. Okay. And the second attack. Uh, no. <laughs> Eleven total. Okay. Oops. Nine damage, not ninety-nine. No, nine oh. damage. And it is only standing next to much smaller trees. So it's going to run away across the forest floor to climb a much bigger tree a few feet away. Uh, so you will get an attack of opportunity should you want it. That is a 23. Oh, yes. That is is enough. And that is 10 damage. Okay. Top of the round, Maynard. All of them are visibly running away, but all of them are still within your range should you wish to do things to them. Hmm. I wish to cast Magic Missile, which is an automatic hit. It is. Which one are you casting on? Uh, I'm casting one on each of them. Okay. A lovely three damage on each of them. Okay. It, it's not enough to, to kill any of them, but none of them seem inclined to come back and beat you up for it. They are all continuing to flee. Uh, the red one, now that its companions are, are doing the same, is going to just spend its movement hooking away across the cavern roof. Um, coming nowhere near any of you and is, is very much leaving. Uh, Trick, okay, I, I think. No, we'll stick on. So, Trick and Ember, your turns are up, but none of them are within melee range anymore. Oh, that's okay. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I do have a bow and arrow, or I have a crossbow, but I'm not going to shoot at it. Cool. Yeah, no, uh, I. I... Yeah. Real, same deal. But you're staying oh, awake. No, Real is just glaring uh, annoyedly <laughs> at the others, at the three humans who are just attacking these things that are running away. Wait, what happened to my turn? We stopped when we realized that they <laughs> were actually running away. Running away. You still took swings at them. That... No, you say that. I've got an idea. How? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. It, never mind chitty chat time. I'm throwing a hand axe at the. Uh... <laughs> Before it, gets out, before it gets out of my um, close range. Okay, yeah. I mean, the, the green one, because it is still slowed, is only like 15 feet up this tree. <laughs> yeah, the one that's 15 feet up a tree. That one. Well, that's 17 to hit. That hits, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hang on a second. Is that one mm-hmm. very fired one? Yeah. Yeah. Let's have a check. No, 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 that's fine. Um, so that's eight slashing damage. Just to... Uh, it's not looking very well. No. No, well, that's... I, I don't feel too bad about that, if I'm honest. Yeah, you, you have... You throw your hand axe and you... you do, do it some genuine, like... Some hurt. It's bleeding badly. Yeah. Um, your hand axe will be forever stuck in it. Look, sometimes... Sometimes <laughs> things... Sometimes you must have very gratifying. And I do... And I am back up to full health now. <laughs> as, yeah. I, as, I, as I just kind of use that gratification as my 
It's my second one. <laughs> okay. So Trick took her hand axe at one of them. Um, Ember, you said you weren't going to go for any of them. Nope. Uh, Rill, you were yelling at them for attacking things. I assume, therefore, you're not attacking them. Yes, I'm not attacking them. The, the green one <laughs> still slowed, having been hand axed, makes it up to the top of the tree and then up onto the ceiling and then like five feet across the ceiling. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because it's been slowed, it can move like 15 feet. Uh, the blue one is legging it and will go from 30 feet away to like many feet away, 90 feet away. No, it's going to use some of that movement climbing a tree, but it's going to still end up 70 feet away. Uh, leaving. It is leaving. It is gone. Maynard, you don't think you can whiz us back that hand axe, can you? It is Maynard's turn. It's possible. <laughs> Um, no, I don't think that I can do that. It is looking really hurt. <laughs> just let them go. I want, I want to save my energy just in case we've got something bigger. Thank you. Uh, take that off my... We have a nest around here somewhere. Well, I mean, that's really what I'm afraid of. That's... Not a comforting thing. No, they're just trying to protect their... I don't know, how they're birthed? Eggs? Something like that? I don't Probably think. eggs. I was just thinking if we had one of their heads to parade around on a stick, it might be, it might be something. Oh. I think we are covered in their blood, and our blood, and hopefully that's enough to ward uh, any more of them off. Actually, that's a good point. I mean, I imagine we're covered in their humor lymph. Um, yeah. They're like arthropods, aren't they? Um, it, yeah. it retreats another tortuous 15 feet. I mean, if we reckon those are the nastiest things around, let's maybe just not wash it off for a while. Oh, it's all sticky. I know. All right. Well, how's everyone feeling? I'm regretting throwing the axe now. I meant physically. I'm fine. I'm I'm alright. Trick, if you desperately need a hand axe, just let me know. I can conjure one for you. It won't last very long, but you'll have it. I mean, I've got another hand axe. Not 15 feet across the ceiling. I mean, I can't do anything to help. I just... Thought but I should just... check in. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Just being nice. <laughs> I reckon... Well, maybe we can find some place safe enough to camp soon-ish. Hopefully, can we get out of here uh, with uh, the rest of our uh, um, walking energy of today? Can we get out of this huge cavern? You said this stream's about a few feet wide, right? Mm-hmm. How deep is it? At this point, it's a couple of feet deep. It's moving. It's flowing pretty fast. There's quite a lot of water moving, um, but it's it's um, and you and you've been following it for a little while. It yeah, it's it's a couple of feet deep, but it has cut itself a channel of another foot or two through the rock. All right, hold on then, Maynard. Can you press press to can you dry things with magic? Uh, not right now, no. Not right now you can't, but you can in general. Uh, eventually. I'll have to prepare the spell. Okay, okay. So I'll have to wait till tomorrow. That's fine. <laughs> so what I'm thinking is, we'll get about ten minutes walk along the stream bed, unless it gets very deep. Um... Just in case anything's sniffing us out down here. And then we'll cross out the other side and make camp. And uh, dry off um, dry off our boots for the morning. Okay, so you splash your way down into the stream, which is fast running and very cold. Well, yeah. But I mean, plan, plan. that's why you have trousers that tie onto your boots, I don't see. 
it's it's straight straight and you splash along the stream for 10 minutes or so but basically you time it by when your toes have gone completely numb it's probably been long enough mm. to consume your tracks and <laughs> climb up on the other side of the stream and you you are still in the mushroom forest but with a bit of scouting around you can find a space big enough to uh to put your tiny hut in which i assume is what you will do oh yeah yeah i can do that which is nice because it's a consistently unpleasantly chilly down here and the inside of the hut is warm mm. i'm a big fan oh that said though mm-hmm. so these mushrooms which aren't really trees mm-hmm. so you can't I don't imagine they have such things as twigs. No, they don't. Is it possible to, like, s- cut strips off of them? Because if they're like mushrooms, then they'd have... Then I'm thinking, like, you know, they have their vascular system goes up, which means it's quite easy to sort of heal them. What are you getting at? Oh, I just want some fresh crawfish. that's all. There's shrimp in the river. There is shrimp in the river, and there are fish in the river. Yeah. And Are you weaving yourself a fish trap? That's what I was thinking. I think that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, you can, you can, I mean, these, and you still have an axe. So these are tougher than any surface mushrooms, but they are still anatomically mushrooms. So they will indeed peel in the way you describe with a bit mm-hmm. of persuasion. And you can get yourself some mushroom strips and weave yourself a fish trap as you are settling in for the evening. That might be breakfast. And if not, we've not really lost anything. Yeah, little arts and crafts. Passes the time. And I'm willing to, I'm willing to trust the water at this point because it's been an hour or so, and I've really had the uh, hour or more, and I've really had the blood pumping as well. Yeah, and you're feeling fine. Fresh water, fresh catch. I mean, I probably trust the shrimp more than I trust any weird underground fish. Shrimp is shrimp. That's fair. That's a bit more, a bit more reasonable. You set your trap. You make your hut. You make camp. And we'll pick up there next week. I want you to know just how how good I was last week, because at the point where Trick was forcing themselves between two giant slugs, I did not utter the phrase. Uh, <laughs> thank you. You did say it now. Yeah, I'm just setting the tone. <laughs>